Oh man, tighten up the do-rag strings, batten down the hatches, look at them, look at them. You've got a good head for these kind of things, pause if need be. Yeah, yeah, see like I was kind of, I was kind of, I was, I was a bit nervous about it, I wasn't nervous about it, yeah. but I've never had it this short, <laughs> except for one time in high school. Yeah, uh, for those of course this is not a visual podcast, but Big Ren, uh, Big Ren shaved his head. No guard, um, no guard. <laughs> right. What made you? Uh, what made you want to do it? Uh, I've been wanting to for a while. Like mm-hmm. honestly, like at the top, like at the top back part of my fucking head, my shit was starting to thin a little bit. Oh no, need that for him. So I was like, yeah, oh wait, see, like I was. I mean, I looked up that some of that shit. I don't know. I don't know about all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> You got to take it every day. And like they're saying, like you got to take it for the rest of your life if you want to keep it. For the, the rest shit. of your life? That for him, for real? Yeah, like if you want to keep it, yeah. Yikes. It, it only works as long as, you keep, as long as you keep taking it. Gotcha. Well, there but, are uh, things yeah, you do every stuff. day, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I don't know if I want to keep on doing those things that I'm doing every day. Every <laughs> 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 One day you're like, man, fuck this hair. Yeah, you know. Fuck this and, for hymns. Uh, but like it was starting to thin a little bit on the top, just a little bit. And I was yeah. like, you know what? We're gonna go ahead and shave all this off and see what it does. I've been wanting to do it for a little while. Just tired of waking up every day with the fucking bird's nest on my goddamn head. <laughs> and even if I do sleep with it like in a little bun, like it'd be better. But it'd still be like, like dude, it, it, FTA. It, this shit was hell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, tired of combing that shit. Man, yeah, Most it was spot it was is rough. having a meeting in your head. Yeah, bro, big time meeting. <laughs> oh, damn, man. Well, like I said, man, you've got a very versatile head, dog. Um, I imagine I about getting a, a head tattoo. Word. No, I'm just kidding. I'm about to say that's on the, that's on the horizon. <laughs> no, no, not yet. <laughs> you've got the kind of brand that, like, literally, no matter what you do, no one will be surprised. People were surprised with this shit. Really? Yeah. I can't. I can't lie. I was surprised. You had texted me the day before, and like I saw what you said. You said something about um, um, we're definitely gonna get looks next time we hang out. But I didn't open the other text <laughs> with the picture, and so my first sight was the next day um, on Shotgun Sunday. I was like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> And then you were texting me again. I was like, oh, I see it now. I I yeah. see it now. Winter about to be hell for you, buddy. Yeah, no. Yeah, I got man. Some, I, got some, I got some Carhartt hats. I'll be good. <laughs> you still got that Budweiser like, hat? Like the fucking next day I went back to work, like I was on the walk and I was like, holy shit. This is <laughs> not used to this. This like, is I diff- different. Hair. I haven't cut my hair in like seven years. Mm-hmm. Like, I've trimmed it up and shit like that, but it hasn't, like, took... I haven't taken everything off like this. Right, right. So, so uh, what are you going to do with it when it grows? Are you just going to see it as it comes? You going to do what you did before? Or? I'm going to see how... I mean, I'm going to see what it does, just, like, how it goes. Um, I thought about it today. Maybe just, like, wait until next year FTA. After that, cutting it again. Mm, okay. I don't know. <laughs> I might, I might just. I mean, whenever it gets just to like a bit regular looking, I guess you would say, just regular cut it back looking. into a mullet. Oh, jeez. Okay, you might look like Post Malone out here. Shit, Rin Malone. Yeah, he looks like me. 
He looks like me. I feel that. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk that. It's your energy. Dig it, uh, man. People were, people were digging it, man. Like, uh, I mean, people at work were like, it was fucking funny. I was at work the first day with it. Somebody would look at me, and then, like, they'd look back and be like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is you! <laughs> oh. Save them a ton of money on hair nets. No shit. Catch, catch all them skin chips <laughs> falling in the marinara. <laughs> no, I, always, I always kept my shit tied back. Uh, all them skin chips. Um, yeah, man. How, how are you otherwise? What's new otherwise? We're shaking with you, dog. I'm, I'm good, bro. Just, uh, haven't been up to too much. Yeah, it's the top just, uh, Yeah, just, yeah, just the top, yeah. Just, uh, getting lightheaded, you know. <laughs> getting buzzed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. Double entendre. Don't but, uh, even ask me how. Yeah, just, uh, just fucking hanging out, just working, really. Um, not up to too much, man. Nothing, yeah. nothing really too cool. I feel it, man. I feel it. I'm, uh, as I mentioned, in the midst of the wildest time of the year, things were going a little too smoothly. And um, I may have an issue. I may have a small issue this week. I may have a bigger issue next week. So I'm trying to get ahead of that. But it is what it is, man. Um, you have to fire somebody? No, no, actually. Uh, not this week. Uh, a couple weeks ago. I think I, I may have told the story on here. I don't remember. I think uh, so. Yeah, I yeah, I did fire a little little B A N. Um this week now nah, I got a guy who may be leaving um because of uh hearing issues. Oh shit. Yeah, so uh it also coincides with him recently getting uh, a really big refund check at college. So Yeah, I don't know. She'll uh, run out. Yeah, it will run out. Um, shit, that ass because didn't they stop the whole unemployment thing? Isn't that like a like? I think they did. Yeah, so I mean, all you uh, all your other bans, I tried to give jobs to. Um, listen, man, don't, it, it's almost too late. Like I could use you a little bit, but like it's almost too late. You should have you should have thought in advance. You should have had a plan. That okay. shit's fucking affecting everybody, man. Fucking even like. Even, like, the trucks that we get in for at work, for like, that deliver the food and shit, like, the product, fucking, they've been late as fuck because they've got people running extra routes. Fucking, even, like, one of the salesmen had to run one of the routes a couple weeks ago. Cause they Damn. Don't have people, like, like, they said, one, like, one day just none of the drivers showed up. It's like, how the fuck? Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing, too, right? Like, I guess that's why it, it kind of... Cause like we 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 would see like the memes and the shit that people talking about how oh people just don't want to work, and you know the counteractivity to that was well businesses need to like think ahead and be ahead of the game, and like start giving people more incentive to work. Well, maybe the businesses who was <laughs> still offering y'all twelve fifty an hour, whatever they offer, like maybe they were smart. Be- because I'll drive up to a Panda Express and they close early that day because of low staffing. But, like, this shit couldn't last forever. No. Couldn't last forever. So, eventually, cats are going to still need jobs. And those same jobs that they wouldn't take when they were offering twelve fifty now, now they got to take that nine seventy five, Or just <laughs> suck my dick, right? Like, you got no other option. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so, a cat like me, give it, you know what I'm saying, give it about a month and a half. Like, it's about to be wintertime. There's less events, less weddings. I ain't got nothing for you, bucko. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? I could, I'm gonna be fine because that's when sales ramp up. So I, <laughs> I'm gonna get it coming and going. But like cats out here who want to just be out here, you know what I mean? And they, and they, and listen, listen, I'm not gonna be one of them goddamn pull yourself by the bootstraps type dudes, right? Like if they're paying me more to not do things, <laughs> oh yes, I'm gonna Hell take yeah. that money to not do things. But like I said, cat shit had a plan ahead of time, like. This shit had to run out eventually, you know what I'm saying? So, like I said, I ain't got, <laughs> given a month and a half, I ain't got nothing for you, dog. It's about to slow down. I got to feed myself. I got to feed the guys who stayed loyal. Um, I don't know what truck routes look like, man. I ain't trying to drive no 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 damn 12-wheeler in the middle of snow. <laughs> or in the summertime, man. I salute to those who do that shit, but, you know what I'm saying? So... It's uh, yeah, 2022 is almost here, man. Yeah, dude, this year, uh, for being a shit show year, it fucking flew by, didn't it? It was a sequel, yeah. Yeah, yeah. shit. <laughs> like, things looked up, because, I mean, it's not the same. I mean, it definitely wasn't 2020, but yeah. it's the remnants of, you know, what it was. But this shit did fly by. Like, it's dead-ass October. It's like, shit, yeah, it is, ain't it? It dead-ass flew by. We are 75% done with the year. Like, I'm already setting pricing for the second half of 2022. I gotta, shit, look at some of the 2023 dates. Like, it's, <laughs> it is out here. So, I've never been the whole New Year, New Me guy. I never, um... I don't necessarily have like plans for the year. I just have like, you know, mini goals. Like you listen to Benny the Butcher? Uh, I don't think so. Well, he's uh part of Griselda. He's like Conway, Conway the Machine is like the lyricist lyricist and West Side Gun, who you'll see like AEW shows, WWE shows. Um he actually matter of fact, okay. I don't know if you caught this, but Money in the Bank when Big E won the briefcase and he went and was like slapping cats up, not slapping them up, you know, slapping fives. Did you see who he posed with, like in the camera, like he just chilling along the guardrail? I don't think I did. Go back and check that out. But that that was West Side Gun. Okay, gotcha. West Side Gun and Wale are like neck and neck as far as his wrestling culture thing goes. But anyway, West Side Gun is like the charisma swag guy. Conway the Machine is the lyricist. Benny is like the perfect blend of both. Bars for days, but charisma. But anyway, on his album, Burn to Prove, his line, he had a line that said, um, last year was about branding. This one's about expanding. And damn it, if that ain't the truth. You know what I'm saying? So that's all all I'm about, man. This past year and a half is about reestablishing that we in this motherfucker and we nice. And now we're going to keep building off what we did this last year and a half. So we already looking at, we already, shit, I already grew the city by, I can do, uh, I've grown it in the last year. Uh, I can do more shows in the weekend than I could before. They they trusted the supply and demand. They, supply, uh, they trusted demand. So they had to give me the supply. And we just, just on the way up, man. So that's all. That's all that's about. That was a long way of that was a long way away of saying I don't have a plan except to just build and get this paper and, and keep, keep loving keep what I'm going. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Um cuz hell, man, along the lines of the unemployment thing, along the lines of the branding and building thing, like 
there were so many people who just would not show up to the interviews we had set. <laughs> There'd be like a pre-interview process and we'd set up like a group interview of like four or five and like maybe one or two would show up. And then maybe I'll take, maybe I'll just try them both just to give them a shot. Maybe one of them would show up for the next training. So like, we came to the conclusion that maybe a lot of people were just applying just to keep getting unemployment benefits, just to say they did. Motherfuckers are kind of lucky, like, you go to a job or whatever for an interview, and they're like, oh, yeah, how many places have you applied at this year? Yeah. The motherfuckers are lucky that people don't ask that shit. Right. <laughs> they find out how many places you applied to and didn't show up to the interview. Dead ass, man. Dead ass. This capitalism like, why shit. Why this one? <laughs> right. Why, why is this the one? This capitalism shit don't lose, man. It does not lose. Nah, that shit, that shit did not stop. All they had to do was wait it out. Because what's the worst that could happen at Panda Express? Oh, they close early. They get some people who was mad. I was cussing because they was closed midday on a Sunday. But guess what I did? I, <laughs> I went right back two weeks later. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. oh bro, there's, there's people that have called the restaurant. just to, like They'll place an order and ask when we're open the dining room. And say mm-hmm. they're not going to order anymore. Until we open the dining room, but let me get this order first. Right, 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 right. Let, let, let me let this one. This one gonna be the last one, though. <laughs> it's gonna be the last one. I mean, like in a, in a small ass town like I live, we only have like so many places to go to eat, you know. Right, and even and less the ones that aren't chains. Yeah, exactly. There's motherfuckers that will call and say they didn't get this, they didn't get that. When I'm when I made the order, when I put that shit together. <laughs> I would tell my boss to tell them to fuck off. Right, right. So what are they going to do? They'll be back in a couple weeks. They'll true. be back. So what? True, true. That's crazy. Ugh, man, that's filthy. Everybody trying to come up, man. But it's, it's always the same motherfuckers, too. Yep, yep. And like, And I'll, I'll recognize those names on those tickets. Listen, and I'll Clyde. I'll my boss back there. Yeah, I'll get my boss back there. I'll say, yeah, look at this before we send it out so you know all this shit is in there. Right, right, because they going to call back. That's wild, Yeah. Man. That's wow. That's damn. That's almost like defeatist. Like capitalism doesn't lose because you gonna come back anyway. And what you gonna do? Because you ain't gonna do nothing else. You got listen. We gonna help you out with this man-made or not man-made pandemic. But when we done, when we tired of the shits, when we sick of the funnies, you gotta get back out there. Because what you gonna do? It's over. You know what I'm saying? So, shit, man. Salute to uh, salute to me and you and and, and cats listening who uh, and not and not in the sense of the cats who just like kept a job because bootstraps, bootstraps, but like the cats who weren't working, like the engine shut down. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's gonna be hard creating that new habit because you're just out of practice. I mean, it, even like. Even in, like, the past, like, five years, like, if you have a steady job, like, you're lucky. Yeah. Yes. Like, because this shit is hard to come by now. I mean, back then, back five years ago, it was hard to come by a good job where you could pay your bills and shit like that, you know, and not have to work three jobs, you know? And I didn't even think about the other side of it. You know, we talk about capitalism doesn't lose because cats will keep coming back. Listen, a lot of cats did lose their jobs. Yeah, like you said, a lot of cats lost their jobs in this whole thing. So, I mean, 
they didn't want that engine to stop. You know what I'm saying? So this is not the bootstraps podcast. It's just kind of just seeing, you know, all sides, all sides of the way. Pull them up. You know what I'm saying? Bootstraps. Hell no. Can't pull by the bootstraps if you ain't give me no boots, motherfucker. So, mm. anyway, man. But yeah, man, that's what I've been kind of rocking with professionally. Um, personally, I don't know. I'm always uh, tiptoeing, walking on hot coals lately, just trying to be, <laughs> just trying to be safe and smart. Um, I've been kind of not distant, but like kind of distant, just accident distant because of the work stuff. It does. It does happen. But like, I'm always distant. <laughs> so like, I be feeling a little bit bad. But I mean, you know, there's a catch. You know, the group chats, the phone calls. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man. Because even when like this shit stops, and I probably go back into like the sales force, sales aspect of the, of the gig. Like, those can be some long days. And I'm gonna spend my days on the phone, just talking to. Brittany and Bonnie and Angela, you know what I'm saying, about their wedding days. After eight to nine hours of making strangers laugh over the phone, sometimes that shit can be tough wanting to be like, hey. I understand my Mondays. Bruh, bruh, I understand your Mondays. I try to make those my Sundays, even though I still, like, be in my phone. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I'm on my phone all day, but I don't want to fucking talk to nobody. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Right, 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 right. Yeah, I'll answer all those messages on Tuesday unless True. I really like you. That's facts. That's like you texted me this past Monday. I said, "What? Yeah, what?" <laughs> I actually had I had I had an early day on Sunday, so like, yeah, that probably helped too. Like, yeah. I was I was done with it, man. Like, I was over it. I was I had enough to drink. Got you I had some <laughs> whack ass show come on. I was like, man, I don't even know if I want to keep drinking for this one. <laughs> right. Ah, uh, that's funny. You drinking out of depression and shit. <laughs> so I'm just going uh, to sleep. I'm sleeping off. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, I try to make those my Sundays. I actually had a show on Sunday, so I didn't really get to Sunday it up properly, but I do my damnedest. I, I do not go to the office on Sundays. Um, If I got staff members who got gear, I'd be like, yo. Take your ass up there. I'd be like, yo, meet me up there at three. And then I'd be like, call me. And then they call me and I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm at home. Uh, put the, hit, jot, jot this code in, drop that shit off and drop, you know what I'm saying? I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't be trying to go to the office on no Sunday, man. I'm not the most religious guy, but I believe in the power of kicking it on Sunday. <laughs> Big time. Big time, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I don't even know what I'd do like if I had to work on a Sunday. Like, ugh. That shit could be tough, man. Yeah. Uh, yep. I had I had a show this past Sunday. Um, that's a testament to like the show we're about to review. Like it didn't hit me until like, like, like probably when we recorded that. Like, oh yeah, I can't even watch the show live because I got a, a show I gotta do. But it didn't hit me the same way that like let's say if I had to like a show on like WrestleMania weekend or yeah. SummerSlam weekend, I'd have been a little tight, but like, nah, <laughs> not this, yeah, not this one. You're right. Yeah, man, but that's what it's been about, man. That's what it's been about. Um, I have to uh, give, I have to give some news. Um, update 
the last couple of weeks we have talked about the case of Jelani Day. Um, and last week, you know, in, in a little bit, we, we spoke about it in comparison to Gabby Petito case. Um, the day after we recorded um, last week. Um, so Bloomington, Illinois, Peru, Illinois police had discovered a body on September 4th. Um, we recorded on September 22nd. So that's 18 days. Um, Jelani Day had been missing since August 26th. So August 26th, they found a body, what, nine days later? But 19 days later, that's 28 days, um, Jelani Day's body was identified. And it was confirmed to be him. Um, this case, man, is... Um, Oh, man, I don't know where to start. Condolences to his mother, of course. Um, um, sis sent over a bouquet of flowers um, with, with with our names on them. I can't imagine. I can't imagine that. I can't imagine that at all. I can't imagine that at all. Um, my own feelings dealing with it, um, along with the 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 bloodline aspect. There's the young black man aspect. There's a lot, a lot to deal with. There's a parallel in what's going on with black America in the summertime that I want to get to in a second. Don't let me forget. But um, details of this case, man, been shaky so far. Big time. Shaky so far. You know, initially they said that when his car was found, uh, maybe a week or so or a few days after his disappearance, that. His clothes were found in his car. And then once the body was identified, they said that two random ass girls were just walking along the river and saw his clothes along the riverbank. Thought his clothes were in his car. Thought his clothes were in his car. Yeah. This whole this whole thing has been shaky, man. Um this whole thing has been shaky. I'm not familiar with Peru, Illinois, but what I do know about Peru, Illinois, is that it is what is referred to as a sundown town. Um, Randy, are you familiar with sundown towns? I am. Well, for listeners who are not familiar with sundown towns, sundown towns are towns, basically, shit, small Midwestern towns. Not quite in the South, but... Small Midwestern towns along, you know, southern Illinois, um, southern central Illinois, Missouri, just just that kind of that kind of that part of the uh, of the country that basically if you're black or any person of color, do not be around when the sun goes down. Get that ass out of town before the sun goes down. Um, <clears throat> so it's hard to ignore that potential component. Um, especially the way my brain and other brains work. That's the initial component we're going to go to in the first place because this shit just doesn't make sense, right? 25-year-old, young man, on the way to becoming a doctor. Like, no, nah, man, this ain't, you know, this, this was, this shenanigans, foul play, you know what I'm saying? And I mean, from when they found body and then what 18 days 
September 4th, and then identified September 23rd. So, yeah, 19 days. 19 days. What the fuck? Right. Right. Like, they, like they, they knew there was a search party. You know, like... Knew there was a search party. Fucking DNA. They took DNA from living family members. Yeah. And somehow they didn't have the tools... To confirm DNA, it the whole shit is shaky, dog. Yeah, it is. The whole fucking shit is shaky. Um, and then now let's take let's take it this way. I didn't know that missing persons was like such a thing in America. What you mean, like how many people are actually out there missing? How many people are missing, and even more. How many black people are missing? Like, in totality of it all, but, like, a third of those cases are young black men and women. And I didn't know that. I had no idea. And it's startling, of course, just as a a young black male, but also for summers past... Years, years and years of of summers past, the narrative was, I don't want to say the narrative because that diminishes, the the truth of it is, the headlines of it was, black Americans getting killed by the police. That was every summer. Yeah. And now we get to this summer and that's not, COVID has kind of taken over the the, the news, the, the, the headlines, but like... There's a strong story developing underneath of missing black people in America. I can't find the words quite for for that type of correlation, but the, I can't help but feel some kind of connectivity. Oh yeah. pretty fucking crazy yeah man um so we will find out what happens to Jelani Day um rest easy I want to take that in comparison to what is becoming of this Gabby Petito case like on one hand the Jelani Day case wasn't getting the 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 national coverage and there's conversations to be had about that. I'm still going to stay away from that. But we look at the Gabby Petito case. Again, a compelling case, a sexy case, in, in if we're talking through a journalist's eyes, right? But now you got Dog the Bounty Hunter. Supposedly hot on his fucking trail. Bruh, what is this fucking becoming? Dog the Bounty Hunter catches this dude before the FBI does. What kind of shit is... What's that like? What's going on here? This whole shit has become a fucking circus. Yeah. Like, it was already a compelling enough case, as sad as it was, as clear-cut as it was that this man has something to do with her her disappearance and her death. Clear-cut. But now you got... Reality TV show, famous from reality TV, Dog the Bounty Hunter, 
like what 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 are we talking about they're talking about he, dog dog the bounty hunter says this young man this person was is in a campground 75 miles away from his parents house like we talked last week about like be careful what you say and what you do because these are people <laughs> they're still fucking people they're still people. The families involved, the family of Gabby Petito, the family of Duke, like whatever his name is, right? These are still people. So to 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 make a circus of it all when it's already a fucking media spectacle. It was a media spectacle. Now it's a fucking circus. Dog the bounty hunter and his camera crew, camera crew running up on homie's mom's crib. Like, this, this is who we are, dog. It's all a big show. This is who we are. It's fucking gross, man. It's, uh, it's all a big old reality TV show. It's real. Cameras but... everywhere, likes and clicks. It's bullshit. Yeah, you know, man. Time, I mean, I, I've I've seen Dog the Bounty Hunter pop up my feed so much in the past couple days. Like, it, like this shit is. Real? I ain't got the words for it, man. It's fucking ridiculous, man. I've been unfollowing quite a few people. <laughs> Dude. Ugh, man. This shit is gross. This shit is gross. Um. Yeah, man. We. It uh, and it is so bleak, like it's so bleak because we're not gonna become better people. No, <laughs> like we are who we are. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? As technology has grown, all it has done is is manifested our need to be noticed and our need to believe that we have more to contribute than we think we do. Me and you have a podcast now. On one hand, yeah, you got to have that self-righteousness to deliver as often as we do or to deliver at all. But, like, we get the feedback back that this is effective for people. That there is a heart being shared here. But what's the fucking benefit outside of Dog the Bounty Hunter's own benefit of interjecting himself and his camera crew in this case? Uh, nothing at all. You know what I'm saying? I mean, shit, I mean, he's seen an opening. Yeah. No. God damn. Might, might as well throw my hat in there. I'm saying, know? dude. I'm saying, man. So and now, I mean, now he's fucking, he's almost center of attention, you know? I mean, that's what everybody's talking about. It's now. about it's like him now. The FBI hasn't found this dude. Oh, dog's going to find Dog's him on what the if, case. What if dog finds this motherfucker before the FBI does? That's all anybody's talking about. Dog, man. This shit is, yeah, no, this shit is gross, man. This shit is fucking gross. So, rest easy. Um, rest easy, everyone. We, listen, man, hell in the handbasket. We got three months left, man. The dyslexic Mayan might still be on it. Um, December's still coming. December, listen, December's still coming. December. Didn't they always say it was like December 12th? I think it was December 21st. December 12th. It was either, either one, dyslexic, yeah. you know. Fuck yeah, it. Dyslexia, you know, shit. <laughs> Theo Huxable. <laughs> shit, man. Um, 
Yeah, man, I got nothing else, man. Let's get it going. You ready? Let's do it. Let's do it, my guy. Thank you for pressing play on episode 130. 130 of the hard camera. THC, CX, XX, and I am your guy, your guy, Juve, J-U-V, just under your visual. And I'm sitting here with my tag team partner as always. <clears throat> Stone Cold, Big Ren, the legendary, and together we are RK, bro. Big Ren, let me know how to reach you on the social medias, dog. You got it, Miguel. Y'all can find me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at a motherfucker, A underscore M, A-A-F-H-U-C-K-A. You can also find me on Snapchat at moffed up 316 M A A F F H H. D-U-P-3-1-6. Check that shit out. No doubt. Hit me on Twitter and the Instagrams at Juvie Desayuno. That's J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Check out the show page. Me and Big Ren on the show page on Twitter, on the Instagrams at The Hard Camera. Who would have thunk it? Live coverage, live witticisms, predictions, whatnot, here to forth, etc., and things of that nature. But above all else, you're listening to us on a variety of different platforms. Some are listening on Spotify, some are listening on Anchor, some are listening on Google Podcasts, and some are listening on Breaker. Some are even listening on Radio Public. Wherever you're listening, heartwarming content, heart building content. Content that you know, I didn't think this. I didn't think this far through. Content that'll like you know shave its head like at a moment's notice <laughs> instead of having a bunch of spiders having a meeting. Content <laughs> that will hopefully help us pay our bills. Big Ren, we had WWE Extreme Rules 2021. However. Before we get into what we thought of the car, before we recap the car, we have to recap the stats. Big Ren went five of six, taking his total to 53 of 76, 69.73%. You got Juve went five of six, taking his total to 60 of 76, 78.94%. We're still not quite halfway through the ye- the yeezen. I was going to say year. I was going to say season. And I just shouted out Kanye West. We are still not halfway through the year or the season. It's all good. Plenty of time to go. Plenty of space to go. Me and you had actually uh, chosen the same on literally everything. Yeah. Um, so however it goes, however one went, we were going to do it together. Uh, before we break down the card, man, what would you think of the entire show? It happened. It was a thing that happened, yes. Yeah, that's... I I wasn't a big fan of much of it, honestly. Really? Because of... Yeah, wh- just, which part was it that you, were, that you weren't a fan of? Um... It just... Like, I feel like we knew, like, what most of these outcomes were going to be. Mm-hmm. Even before... Like, once they had the card set, fuck, there's only, like, six matches on the whole card. Yeah. Which seems a bit short. There were a couple extras that weren't announced. That six-man tag, uh, New Day versus yeah. uh, AJ Omos and Bobby Lashley, that was that was pretty that was pretty fun. Uh, go ahead, though. That was pretty fun. 
No, it was pretty fun. And like, and at the time, whenever like when I found out that they were starting the night off with that, basically uh, it, at the time it kind of seemed pointless. I thought. Mm. But then afterwards, we find out that title shot the next night, shit like that. You know, yeah. I was like, okay, like okay, it makes sense now. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, that was that was a fun one. Um, like I said, it was just like we kind of—I mean, we kind of knew mm. what was going to happen. And honestly, I thought some of those matches went on just a bit too long. Okay. Yeah. I'm. Uh, I don't really subscribe to the whole like, oh man, I know it's going to happen, so I don't like it. Like, a lot of it is the journey, right? You know, it's it's yeah, the true. journey itself. This show. And WWE's method lately, especially in contrast to what AEW is doing, I think is very indicative of, like, I think our issues with the product lately for yeah, the last no, few yeah, like, years. It was just like it was just hard for me to get into, kind of. Well, it's uh, you know what this this year is the 25th anniversary of the NWO, right? And so there's been, you know, articles and podcasts talking about it all. Like, I wonder, now I've always been a WWF guy. NWO is mad compelling, but I've always, I was always a WWF guy growing up. But I, if, if I was this age back in 96, I wonder who I would have been. NWO? Be- because. In 95 to 97, right? In 95, when both companies were kind of struggling, it was garbage men, clowns, dentists, plumbers over on the WWF side. Everybody had a side job. Everyone had a main job, and wrestling was a side job, right? Yeah. On WCW, I mean, they had Sting, Flair, but they also had the Yeti, the Giant was making his rounds. Shit just wasn't clicking, right? Until 96 came and WCW decided to take more of a more adult approach. The NWO just seemed much more real. Cats were getting beat up in parking lots with baseball bats. Sting through a center block through a limo and then stole a cop car. I guess not everything is realistic, but still, it was mature. It was edgy, right? Whereas on the WWF side, it still took them about another year and a half to like figure it out. It was still a little over the top, campy, produced, right? And so we look at what WWE is doing now. And again, I can't tell you the last time they've just had a bad pay-per-view. Yeah. Right? It's been a long time. However, lately you can tell they've put more of an emphasis on in-ring work. And so when they put the emphasis on in-ring work and we know that these cats can go, it becomes so glaring what the other problems are. The overproduction, the not great storylines, and shit like the top rope breaking 190-pound Finn Balor (laughs) climbs to the top for a coup de grace, right? Well, yeah, like we've said it before, too, like back in... Back in like the Attitude Era, the wrestling it wasn't it wasn't the best. Like that's what we weren't we weren't watching it for that. No, no, we were watching it for the stories. And the thing with the stories, they were rather lowbrow. Yeah, they were they lowbrow were stories, <laughs> but they appealed to like if you look at what WCW was doing ninety seven, ninety six, ninety seven, part of ninety eight. 
there was like little bits of nuance and like mature storytelling. But WWF's idea of mature storytelling was middle fingers and Sable's titties. <laughs> like it appealed to the 10-year-old me who would go to Channel 35 on Sunday nights. If it wasn't a pay-per-view I was watching Scrambled, it was the fucking Cinemax at 2 a.m. when I could like make out a titty and some movement. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it appealed to it appealed to that person in me. And if you say you weren't there, you're fucking lying. <laughs> y'all lying. Y'all was there. Y'all was there. Y'all wasn't outside because y'all was inside like I was. With the volume turned down. Well, like one or two. I swear. I swear. <laughs> and if you're lucky enough to have one of those TVs out of headphone jack. Man. You were set. Man. But thing is, though, you got to keep an ear open just in case you heard you footsteps. <laughs> just in case, right? So, like, we know the in-ring product is great. But the heavy handedness, as always, it's like it's just it's like they don't think their audience is smart. Yeah. Right. Because even lately, like think of Grand Slam, AW Dynamite Grand Slam. They started the night with the dream match, Kenny Omega and Daniel or sorry, Brian Danielson. And they just did it. They just did it. AW uh, Rampage. They opened the show with CM Punk's return. They got right to the shits. They got right to what they knew we wanted to see. But look at what they did with Extreme Rules. They announced Bobby Lashley, Big E. He made the challenge. Big E was like, you don't lost your damn mind. You about to get these beats. And then throughout Extreme Rules, kicking off Raw, spotlights, graffiti, fireworks right, right in your face kicking off raw tomorrow it's gonna start the show is this match like the heavy handedness of it all like it makes me not want to check it out <laughs> bruh i dead as like oh, okay word you know what i'm saying and like the way i've been watching raw too for probably these past couple months now is i'll record that shit and i'll start around nine o'clock on the last hour just so I could fucking fast forward through the bullshit. Yeah. And I yeah. mean, I I feel like I'm definitely not the only person that does that. But just, I mean, they didn't even they didn't announce that Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega was going to open the night until the day of. Right. You know. Yeah. And fuck, we all knew what was going to happen at that fucking that opening match on Raw this past week. They would build to another match. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then they put it in a cage. Yeah. Part of me is okay with with that being used as a storyline aspect. (laughs) You know, using the one match to build to the other match. They put the Hurt Business back together. Yeah. Um, But again, I just don't like being told, hey guys, you better watch at the beginning. Because at the beginning, you know, just... Yeah, man. They're basically just saying this is the only thing that you need to watch on this upcoming episode of Raw. They're basically saying, hey, we don't trust you to just watch the show. No. <laughs> we don't trust you to watch what we've been doing. <laughs> you well, know let what I'm us saying? guide you. Yeah. Yeah. Ew. Ew. So what was your match of the night? 
<laughs> it was probably uh, Usos versus Street Profits, honestly. I think I agree. Yeah. I think I agree. I think that was the only match that, like... Now, you know what? I'll give it to some of the triple threat match, too. That was actually... I was a little more interested in that toward the end than I thought it would be. But I think... Toward the end. Toward the end, right? Yeah. Uso Street Profits had me compelled throughout the entire match. Yep. Um, I just... Yeah, just the chemistry of these teams. The Usos can work with anybody. The Street Profits got the personality to do so. Montez Ford is going to be a star, like we've been saying for years. He had the match with Roman Reigns to kind of give you just a little taste. Just a little taste, you know what I mean? A little seasoning. Um, but yeah, man, they 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 put together some some compelling spots, man. Uh, but you know, Street Profits had to out Montez Ford with the busted ribs. He can sell. Oh yeah. Can't he 100%. sell his ass off? Yeah. Oh man. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, that was probably my favorite match of the night, too, man. It took the double Uso splash uh, to put Montez Ford away because men's don't stop. Men's don't stop for nothing. Men's, men's, men's. I just realized there was that was the first part of the night where something just completely fell apart. What's that? Montez stands on the announce table and boops. No, no, no. That was, uh, that was SmackDown. Oh, shit. Well, either way. I've seen that, but that was SmackDown. SmackDown before, yeah. Either way. <laughs> True and enough. Bro, like, I don't, I don't know if they fixed it, but uh, I texted you. Hmm. They had, they had the Spanish commentary going over the U.S. commentary. They must have fixed it because I didn't get this. I had to watch it uh, the Monday and Tuesday afterward. I didn't catch any of that. Okay, yeah, that was going on for like almost 10 minutes, it felt like. Got you, okay. And then okay. after that, like five minutes later, they had the French commentary going over the U.S. commentary. Multicultural. Like, what? Yeah, uh, yeah, we're just getting it in. <laughs> That's funny. Big multicultural. Yeah, no, on the replay, they fixed that, so I didn't get to watch it live and watch it later on. That's actually something that I thought about, too. Like, I didn't necessarily, I didn't go out of my way to avoid spoilers. But like I ain't even accidentally get spoiled for this show. <laughs> like what does that say? That I didn't even get accident spoiled. Huh. There wasn't much to talk about. I see, right? Ching way. Um Yeah, give me more of this. More Street Profits, more Usos. Um oh, yeah. s- start including Naomi. Start including um, Bianca Belair. Um, speaking of, let's go there, man. Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch. Um, I don't know if this was a no contest. I don't know if Bianca Belair won by DQ. Before we even get to the finish, what did you think of the match itself? Uh, I, it was it was exactly what I thought it was going to be. Mm. Um, it was mostly Bianca. She she carried that match. She was doing her thing. She's getting I mean, a lot of shine, we should say. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah, Becky just got back, you know, and this was her first, like, official match, I guess you would say. Right, televised. But, and fucking, I mean, so obviously, yeah, she, I mean, I feel like Bianca outworked Becky on this one for sure. I think I mean, it was Becky, one of... Becky was on the outside more than she was in the ring, I felt like. Yeah. Kind of just running around, kind of just running away. <laughs> well, she was being a heel. But, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, 
if I mean give it six months, I don't think we're going to see that. You know, I feel like we're going to see her in the ring more being a heel, right? Instead of being outside of the ring being a heel. Yeah, and I, you know, and I see I see it a couple ways. Like on one hand, yeah, there may be the, the little bit of ring rust. They've been trying to work it out during house shows, but also, I mean, let Bianca shine, right? She may not oh, be yeah. the champion, but like let her still be a dominant force because she lost the title the way she did. So storyline wise, it makes sense to still show that that you know she is the EST, she is all of that. Um, but also, I think the third thing is. I think Becky's still finding her footing as a heel. Yeah. Um, she was never, she's never been a heel. Because even when she tried to be a heel, she became the biggest baby face in the company. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I remember that. She tried. Oh, my God. She tried to be a heel. That shit did not shake. That shit did not shake at all. And so and now. Like, I, know, I know they got like. I know they got like a cool things they do that kind of like i don't know maybe it's just me but like resemble shit and i just i just feel like she's trying to act like conor mcgregor like heel shit <laughs> with the it's, rocks move set yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah um, it's like come on and even the crowd like the crowd still doesn't want to boo her no like there was that was 50 50 becky and bianca chance the crowd was lit during that match kind of lit yeah yeah it was Kind of lit. Um, that makes me think of the... Did you watch the Seth Rollins Stone Cold interview? I did not. Well, uh, Seth Rollins was talking about when he came back from injury. Remember when he came back from injury after the knee injury and then he came in pedigree Roman Reigns and the crowd went fucking crazy? And yes. he should have been... And they talked about how... Because we said it too. We didn't have the podcast, but we said it ourselves that like... He should have came back as a babyface. They even did the documentary of him, like, fighting through the injury like a heroic babyface. And they were dead set on him being a heel. And so it kind of derailed him a little bit. Fans weren't sure what to do. They didn't want to boo him. They wanted to cheer him. So that's kind of where Becky is right now. This ain't quite Stone Cold trying to turn heel. Because the machine is the machine. But the fans are still trying to figure this thing out, man. They don't really want to boo Becky like that. So. I think it'll take a lot, but like honestly, like who do they have to boo her for? You know what I mean. Meaning, do they have strong enough baby faces? Yeah, because they don't. Right. Yeah, they they don't. I mean, but in the, I mean in that business, right? The the best baby faces are made by how good your heel is. So like Bianca, I mean Bianca was, just, I mean Bianca's been dope, putting on great matches. Guys, you know charisma. She shows a side of the fan base that doesn't get the same exposure and representation. So she's gonna be set. But yeah, man, the way Becky came up as a babyface was so organic that like that's gonna be hard to fully turn it, man. She's gonna have to, she's gonna have to pull Renee, uh, Renee Paquette. Renee Young out of retirement and like beat her with a chair. You know what I'm saying? She's gonna have to. She's gonna have to fucking grab a pregnant Lacey Evans and put her through a table. Like that's what it's gonna take. Where's Where's like May Young at when you need her? Rest in peace, May Young. <laughs> but yes, I understand. 
<laughs> Shit. <laughs> F- fuck. Um, no doubt, man. What do you think of the finish, man? We have the return of Sasha Banks. Pretty sure I called that, didn't I? You may have. You may have last week. We may have last week. I I tweeted before. And I was like, "Oh, Sasha got to come back, right?" Yeah. Uh, but uh, I think you, I think you did. Yeah, go ahead. It was good because uh, she fucked up everybody. It wasn't just focused on Bianca, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If it was just focused on Bianca, it would have been like, okay, like what's going on here? She had to come in there and fuck everybody up. Yeah, because like she's, she saw it with Bianca because Bianca was like the new hot thing, but more so because Bianca took her title. Yeah. So like she been wanting to smoke with Bianca anyway, but Becky has her championship title. Yep. So... You get a really interesting dichotomy here. Like, clearly Sasha is healed because she attacked Bianca first, but she wants smoke with everybody. So is Becky like a tweener here? Is Sasha a tweener here? Like, what's going on with the belt now? Does all this shit get negated once the draft starts tonight? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Shit. That's the fun thing about wrestling when there's more questions than answers. It just True. depends on how they get answered. Yeah. Triple threat at Blood Money, where nothing, where two of the participants are going to be on Raw, so we already know the winner. Oh, fuck. Yeah, how's this go? One of them has to get traded, right? I think I, Bianca, I, Bianca stays on SmackDown because the Street Profits are there. Seth Rollins is on SmackDown, and he starts to finish this thing with Edge, so Becky stays. But, like... Mm, does Sasha get moved? So like it was just pointless. Like she just went there and fucked this matchup because she was she out. Mad. Right? I don't know because she was mad. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, man. Uh, I know we'll, going to Raw, but fuck y'all. You know what I'm saying? Right? You know, so. fuck your matchup. Right? Your little friend. Your, your little match. <laughs> <laughs> right? 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 So I don't know, man. Um, but no, otherwise, really solid match, man. Really good match. Gave us, gave us a little taste, a taste yeah. of, of what they could do, man. Um, I would hope that it's not just our imaginations, but like, there's some stuff that could be done on the SmackDown women's side. Um, I didn't watch the Carmelo Liv Morgan match. Liv Morgan won. I didn't watch that match, but between Bianca, Becky, Sasha, and the potential we see in Naomi and Bailey's on the shelf, right? So that's four, that's, that's four solid women to build around and you can only go up if, if you do it right. So yeah, if they do it right, if you do it right, um, get well soon, Bailey. Um, you know what? Let's take this and go to the other women's championship match. Charlotte Flair, Defeats Alexa Bliss. I mean, we knew <laughs> it was gonna happen, but like, I mean, like, I don't, I don't understand it. What do you mean? It's like I don't know. Like they just they build this shit up, and it's just the same shit. I don't know. Tell me more. I'm a little confused. I know. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> You know, story. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, you go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Well, well story wise, we talked about it last week that like 
this the way that the way that last promo went the raw before that I felt like the story was you know building toward a new Alexa Bliss whether it was reverting back to old Alexa Bliss or some kind of evolution of this current Alexa Bliss character who has already gone through mad evolutions anyway right before she was like the superpower goddess and now she's just like the goth girl on the playground who stands up to bullies and who has no friends and her only one friend just got its head ripped off. Um, so, though, I mean, the way it all ended, clearly we're going to see something from Alexa Bliss. Um, I heard she's taking time off. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought it was because I thought she was going to be getting married soon. I think she is getting married soon, but it, apparently some kind of nasal surgery. That's what the streets are saying. I don't give a fuck what the streets are saying. She's going to be off TV yeah. <laughs> for for a couple months. Um, so you have to imagine she would be coming back for some kind of retribution if you know storyline continuity is anything kind of important. Um, See, that, I don't know if I want that, though. If you wanted to come back to uh, well, I mean, like, Charlotte? Obviously, I wanted her to come back, but like... For them just to fucking, like, recharge this story. Oh, I do. I definitely yeah. do. If they if they don't address this in some way, I'm going to be tight. Yeah. I'm a grown-ass man, and I remember things. I mean, she, she'd rip her buddy's head off. She ripped her only friend's head off. Ripped her arms off. Straight decapitated her. She tried to put the stuffing back. And she yeah. couldn't. Almost felt bad. I, I did until it got overacted and overplayed out <laughs> like a motherfucker. Fuck. See, like, dude, and the crowd was like, the crowd was like on Alexa Bliss's side, and then boom, exactly what you just said. Fell off a fucking, that fucking cliff. Happened, and it was like, whoa. Fell and then off. The crowd didn't know what to do. Bruh. At first, it was sad. <laughs> at first, first, it was. <laughs> and it was like. All right. Tantrum. Now let's get this over with, please. <laughs> let's end this now. Like, yeah, man. So, no. I want them to, yeah, no, no, no. I want Alexa Bliss to come back in a couple months in some evolved form and rip Charlotte's head off. I, mean, I hope it happens. Yeah. But like, what are they going to do for the time being? I don't know, man. You got Shayna Baszler out here wilding. Yeah, you do. I forgot about that. God damn. Maybe, <laughs> maybe we're not giving enough credit. Because I mean, we're trying. We're trying, but like, did you see her? What she did to Nia Jax? Yeah. Finally. <laughs> don't do that. Because <laughs> you don't mean it the kayfabe way. <laughs> Ah, that's funny. Like, the way, like, I kind of felt, like, a little bit bad. Like, for both of them. Because, like, Nia Jax was like, nah, like, please don't, please don't. And then she did it, and she's crying and screaming. And then, like, Shayna felt bad, which we've never seen that before. And then she, next week, was like, yo, I felt bad. I had to do it. I felt bad, though. I didn't feel bad for doing that shit to Eve Marie's punk ass, though. <laughs> Bum-ass hair color. You know what I'm saying? 
So maybe listen, maybe they're taking the time to to rebuild Shayna into the fucking monster, the murderer that uh that she always was back in NXT. Um, Hopefully, this draft is going to be interesting. It will be. This 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 probably be the most interesting draft we've had in like the last five years. This will be interesting, man, because clearly SmackDown is like the main show. But like, let's think about Raw. Like, let's think about it a little bit. We got the New Day back together. The Hurt Business back together. Are you familiar? How familiar are you with Hit Row on NXT? Uh, I know they are. There's speculation that they might go to Raw. I did. I did read there might be some NXTs getting. I would imagine, right? Yeah. Like, it's like we, you know, there's props to WWE for like diversity and stuff. But like, it feels what you're smoking. Yeah, it's like (laughs) let's you know, yeah, diversity, but like on our bum ass show, like our B show. Like, there's no way, like, Roman Reigns at the top, but so is Sasha, or sorry, well, I mean, Sasha Banks is on SmackDown, but she's also, never mind, let me stop. She's, she's marketable, Black, more marketable than others, let's put it that way, and that's not a slight to Sasha Banks, it is a slight to sociology and psychology and society at large. She can't help that, right? Anyway. Becky Lynch is on top. Drew McIntyre is clearly going to SmackDown. Their top babyface going to SmackDown. Roman Reigns is over there. Raw, yeah, Raw gets Charlotte Flair. Tall, hot, blonde. Ric Flair's daughter. A little bit of star power. Red hot. Red hot. But, like, what else is shaking over there? You know what I'm saying? What shit? What else is shaking? You know what I'm saying? Like, damn. So this draft is going to be very interesting. Raw needs Raw needs a lot. Raw needs a lot. But I don't know who goes over to Raw. The Alpha Academy, Chad Gable and Otis. Like, it seems like Shinsuke. Yeah, those two. You think they switch the? Uh, you think they switch the mid card titles? I think they. I mean, yeah. I bet. Yeah, yeah, they will. Yeah, because if they do Shinsuke, they got to do uh, Damian Priest. Yeah, I can see that. Hmm. I feel like Raw is a USA title, like, spot. Yeah. USA. So you think they should keep the US title over there? I mean... It would make sense. I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Who's the Intercontinental Champion? Shinsuke. Okay. Yeah. That sucks we have to ask that. It does. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, they could make... They could make Raw... Title heavy. Hmm. What do you mean? Tell me more. Like they could put more titles over on Raw than over on SmackDown to maybe give it just a little bit more juice. Because we've got Reigns mm-hmm. and Becky Lynch, right? Over on SmackDown, I think that's enough to keep them going. So no secondary have- title over on SmackDown. No. Hmm. Hmm. Rub my beard. Hmm. Just to give it a little bit more juice. Okay. Because they got three hours. Yeah. That's interesting. That is kind of interesting. 
I do like the idea of, I mean, I, well, hell, I like the idea of having one champion, one mid card. I think, I mean, my, my ideal thing is one champion, one tag team champion, an intercontinental champion, and a U.S. champion. I think you have the yeah. two mid card titles, one tag champ, one main champion, one women's champion. Um, I don't know what shaking with. Oh, we got new Raw tag or not Raw women's tag champs, but women's tag champs, uh, Rhea Ripley and Nikki Ash. Forgot about that. Um, but, huh? That's an interesting idea. <coughs> because there's no, there's no SmackDown women's tag team titles, are there? Nope. It's just uh, company wide. See, it needs more. It needs to be more company wide then. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they say it's company wide, but it's not. It's one fucking brand. <laughs> yeah. Yep. One main champ on everything. And the Intercontinental Champ and the US Champ. That's what I did on my WB2K games. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why it's so funny. <laughs> it's a hell of a GM. Oh, shit. Let's, um, let's see. What else happened? Uh, we talked about the triple threat just a little bit. That picked up more toward the end of the match. Um, they're, I'm trying to get on this Damian Priest train. They're trying. trying they're man. damn sure trying. I can't be mad that they're trying. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I liked them more in NXT. I didn't really like them that much in NXT. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> uh, being mean tonight, ain't I? My God. I mean, listen, man. If that's what your heart is, you know what I'm saying? Tell them where your heart is. Your heart. That's what it is. Stone Cold Big Ren. It's it's the hair. (laughs) Stone Cold Big Ren. I lost all the love when I cut my locks. Yep, there it goes. It's just cold hearted now. Locks for love. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Oh, shit, man. So let's, let's get to the main event, dog. Now... We, I mean, listen, there was no way Roman Reigns was going to lose. They already announced Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. That's the hot, hot story. Blood Money 7. Saudi Arabia got to get that match. And they got to get it for the title, right? So, you know what I just didn't, what I didn't think of until I was about to speak out loud? The draft is happening tonight and Monday. Blood Money is happening in a few weeks. They already mentioned the fact that Brock Lesnar might go to Raw. Thus, telegraphing that match. I think we may have talked about it a little bit last week. But thus, telegraphing that match too. What are they doing, man? The heavy-handedness. The... uh, 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 You know what I'm saying? Uh... You know what kills me too? I didn't even think of this. Like, why ha- why the, the the logic of having the draft in October? Survivor Series is in November. Like, I get people get traded all the time and they put on a new jersey, but like, have the draft. What up? It should be after Survivor Series. I think it should be in like May. Do the draft in like May or like sometime in the summer to give these like the new the the new draftees a little bit of time to build brand loyalty. Yeah, that makes sense. Because I mean, fuck October, November, December, January, February, March. 
Virginia for me. That's six months yeah. away from Mania. Right. And it's a month away from Survivor Series where it's Raw versus SmackDown. So, like, eh, nah, whatever. Thinking out loud. Anyway, the main event. Roman Reigns defeats the Demon Finn Balor. T- tell me where your thoughts are, your thoughts were. You think about that shit on his head. <sighs> I don't Why'd need that to fuck with the- <laughs> I don't need to see WWE's version of the demon ever again. And he had Balor on his back. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, he did. He damn sure did. Bruh. The demon has been branded Balor. <laughs> Bruh. When is his contract up? <laughs> I know I know he's gotta be thinking the same shit. Man, you know, he, uh, Finn Balor, that is, like, they had plans to run with Finn Balor, right? He was the first ever Universal Champion. He beat Roman Reigns in that mini tournament to get there five years ago. Five years ago? Shit. Yep. That was five. Damn. Okay. But. He had the match. He got injured during the match. Had to give up the title. And they never... It's very Dolph Ziggler-esque. Oh, yeah. And not, not trying to take away from Dolph Ziggler, but I think Finn Balor is worth way more than Dolph Ziggler. Well, and, well and, but here's the thing, though. And here's, here's why that might be a thought. Dolph Ziggler, when he cashed in... He probably has the second best cash in. Yeah, for sure. Behind the WrestleMania Seth Rollins cash in, he probably has the second best cash in. The night after Mania, and the crowd was fucking lit. Right? But he got injured. He had a concussion. The only time he's ever been injured. He had a concussion. I think he was off TV for a few weeks. Led to a title match, did the title switch, and Dolph Ziggler never sniffed the main event scene. He had, I think, he had the one match against Dean Ambrose at SummerSlam, um, the same SummerSlam Finn won <laughs> the uh, Universal Championship. Yep. But never sniffed the main event scene again, and it's almost like Finn Balor. Is suffering that same fate. Yeah, we'll put him in some spots. We'll give him the occasional title match. He had the title match against Brock Lesnar at, at Rumble. He'll be part of, you know, some Survivor Series matches. Ooh. He'll, you know, intercontinental title, intercontinental, intercontinental championship matches. Ooh, right? He can't be the demon. He can't even be Finn. Can't even be Finn. There's a reason why I think the consensus is that Finn's best work has been in NXT. Oh, yeah. No, whenever, they, whenever he left NXT and then came back to NXT, it was like, hell yes. Yeah, this, right? This will wait. Something's just not clicking with his Raw and SmackDown run, a la Dolph Ziggler, ever since the one injury. It's like they've been hesitant to, to really do something with him. Afraid. They're yeah. afraid to put him back in that spot. Yep, yep. So I don't know, man. When Prince Devitt debuts for AEW in about a year or so, oh, woo! <laughs> uh, what do you need the match though? What do you need the match overall? It wasn't bad. 
I, th- I mean, I thought it was kind of hokey. Bray, yeah, yeah, big time. You better mention Bray Wyatt. Like, yes, I was. <laughs> Get out of my fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> I heard, I heard the bruh. I heard the bruh. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna take credit. I heard the bruh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like, that was pretty hokey. Like I thought it was kind of tight that they had his music on a little bit when we first came back. I thought that was kind of tight, mm. but. It just led to nothing. It led to a uh, fuckface stagehand not being able to tighten the fucking ropes tight enough. <laughs> there's no fucking way. <laughs> the Usos just jumped off them ropes four matches yes. ago. <laughs> 200 had, and some pounds. Priest and fucking Seamus, two big motherfuckers. Bruh. Bouncing back and forth from those fucking ropes. You know what I'm saying? And then Roman Reigns looks up at the sky like, God. Gods versus gods versus demons. Fuck off. <laughs> I swear. Oh my god. And fucking and once once Sasha came back, I was like, okay, there's no there's no way Lesnar's gonna come out. Right. And right. yeah, this is a no DQ match shit like that, but there's no fucking way. Right. Right, right, right. It's um the match was cool, man. It was it was what it was. I found it kind of hard to get into. Yeah. Um, cause even when, even when you just kind of know who's gonna win, you still want to watch the match. But this was just so heavy-handedly ugly. We know what the plans are for the next four or five weeks. It was just like, hey, let's do a title match. Let's bring out the demon. Ooh, right. Um. The fucking lights went off, and then the lights went red, and you hear the demon's heartbeat, and then Finn is flopping, and you can see his body, ooh, heartbeat, my heart's beating. He starts wilding out. You said what? He's convulsing already. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then you, the music's still playing as a soft music bed as he's whooping ass, with the lights still low, like, I am 33, dog. <laughs> Stop playing with me. Like, and that was the first time the demons ever lost, right? On on WWE television, yeah, he lost against he lost in NXT one time against Samoa Joe, but on uh, yeah the the quote unquote main roster, yeah. We can't even say quote unquote main roster. It's the main roster now. NXT is back to developmentals. Fucking Nickelodeon. Yeah, what would you do? Slime yeah, time. Shit. <laughs> Stick stickly. <laughs> Double dare. Video arcade. What was that? What was that one shit with uh, Mike O'Malley was the host? Fucking uh, Global Guts. Yeah, Guts. <laughs> guts. Legends of the Hidden Temple. Fucking oh, Saturday mornings God. right after Wild and Crazy Kids. That's exactly what the shit looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't like I'm like I don't know. It feels like it's back in the early nineties for NXT. Like what's up with all the area they have around the ring now? Dude. <laughs> yeah, man. Shit look like McDonald's play places before they went all gray. <laughs> uh gross. But yeah, like nobody's gonna give a fuck about the demon anymore. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know whose fucking idea. Well, I can't, I still can't get over. I don't know whose fucking idea was to put Balor 
across his shoulder blades. <laughs> oh, that was the stupidest shit in the fucking world. It's not, it's not, it's not even Finn Balor, it's the fucking demon. Yeah, dude. Yeah, the whole... <sighs> yeah, man, I don't know. The weight of the demon's evil forces broke those turnbuckles. Suck my dick. Opposing the, the forces of God... God say, God broke them buckles and saved God Roman Reigns. God watching Extreme Rules. <laughs> he was watching Sunday Night Fucking Football. <laughs> he was watching. Oh my God! He was watching Tim Tebow want to be on the field. Oh my God! That was funny. He's in Tebow's corner that night. <laughs> I swear. Holy shit, dude! Yeah, that's real. That's fucking real, man. What a time. What a time. So, yeah, it happened. Um, it fucking happened. <laughs> it happened. Uh, I guess we're on to blood money now. I guess we're on to the draft now. Um, scale of 1 to 10, what do you give Extreme Rules? It'd be nice to give it a 5. Yeah. Um, I'll give it a 6. The in-ring stuff was cool, but... I'm a grown ass man. Like some shit, you gotta just stop fucking doing, man. Um, the Lily shit was effective until it wasn't. The demon thing happened. Uh, the six man was fun. The six man was 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 cool. I did like the six man. Um, yeah. I'll go six and a half. Bianca and, and Becky, I can't go full seven, but Bianca and Becky was fun. Sasha came back, set that in motion. But I think I'm more uh, excited off the potential of what that could be versus what it all fully was. But, oh yeah, man, I'll go six and a half. Why not? Yeah, I'm sticking firm on the five. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that, man. I feel that. Well, we have broken down. Break it down. WWE Extreme Rules <laughs> 2021. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Let's just wrap it up, dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's a wrap. <laughs> That's a wrap. Big man, love not to reach you on the social medias, my guy. Yeah, you got it. You guys can find me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at a motherfucker a underscore m a a f h u c k a. You also find me on Snapchat and Moffed Up 316 M A A F F H H D U P 316. Check it out. Oh, hit me on Twitter and the Instagrams at Juvi Desayuno, J U V I D E S A Y U N O. Check out the show page. Me and Big Ren on the show page on Twitter, on the Instagrams at the hard camera who would have thunk it live coverage live witticisms live whatnot here to forth and etc but above all else you listen to us on a variety of different platforms some are listening on spotify and some are listening on anchor and some are listening on google Podcasts, and some are listening on breaker and some are listening on radio public but wherever you're listening tell a friend heartwarming content heart building content content that is a crown jewel of its own content <laughs> that will hopefully help us pay our bills coming up in a couple weeks man we got the wb crown jewel show we're gonna hit the social mediums to uh, get all of your questions the q a we're gonna try to do the q a before 
But if we don't get enough questions, then we won't do it before Crown Jewel. So if you want to hear from us sooner than later, give us your thoughts, man. Give us your cues so we can A them. Q&A I show. All, comes I want to A all those cues. I'm trying to A all them cues, bro. Ooh. <laughs> Trying to A the shit out them cues. <laughs> so if you want to hear us, man, hit us with your questions. All the favorite social mediums. But until then, I'm your guy Juve. And I'm here with my tag team partner as always. Big Ren, the legendary. Stone Cold Big Ren, the legendary. And together we are RK Bro. Until next time, we will see y'all next time. Adios, amigos. Salute.